We've all got questions about the Bible and Christianity. Some of us are Christians and want to know how best to live for God and show our love for Him. Some of us are curious about what it means to follow Jesus. And some of us are skeptical of the idea of religion in general. Whatever your background, we invite you into these conversations that strive to take an honest look at what the Bible has to say on a wide variety of subjects. Each week, we will discuss questions that have been sent in from all around the world and try to find truth and practical application in God's Word. If you have any questions or follow-up comments, contact us anytime by emailing info at broadwaycoc.com. I'm Jed Lovejoy, and these are Conversations with Dan. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to another one of our conversations here with Dan. Uh, I'm, I'm preacher Dan today, professional Dan. Oh, tie and all. Mm-hmm. Look at that. Beautiful. We'll see if that affects the conversation. Ah. <laughs> As always, we want to say thank you to everyone who's watching and sending in these questions. And we're getting a lot of good comments back and forth on some of our previous videos. So keep them coming. We appreciate the uh, chance to interact with everybody. Uh, So this week's question, here we go. What is the difference between the Holy Ghost and the Holy Spirit? And then if it's a divine person, why do we not pray or worship to him, it, however we want to refer to him? Interesting. Yeah. Well, first of all, the word ghost or spirit is just two different ways of translating the same word. P-N-E-U-M-A, pneuma. And the the ghost or spirit in a human being is that non-fleshly mm-hmm. spiritual part of us that transcends the life of the body and lives on forever. <clears throat> Excuse in, me. In us, is that what we call the soul? The spirit or the soul. Okay. In the Gospel of Luke, when Jesus appeared after his resurrection to the apostles, mm-hmm. and... Um, He said to them, let's see here. He said, touch me and see that I am real because a spirit does not have flesh and blood as you see me. There we go. Verse 39. 39. That's right. Chapter 24. Mm -hmm. A spirit does not have flesh and blood. So the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost is like God. God is a spirit. Mm. John 424. In fact, the Holy Spirit is God. Um, <clears throat> there are many ways uh, to see that. One way, Luke 135, I believe it is. The Holy Spirit shall come upon you. The power of the Most High shall overshadow you. Therefore, the holy thing that is begotten will be called the Son of God. Mm. Is that right, Luke 135? Yes, it is. Okay. So, begotten by the Holy Spirit. He's called the Son of God. God is the Holy Spirit. Um, So there's really no difference when you hear it referred to as the Holy Ghost or the Holy Spirit. Not any. And then... Not any. From from the way it sounds, you know, and we've kind of talked on the idea of the Trinity and different things before, uh, but if the Spirit is God... Right. How does that relate to... Do we specifically worship the Spirit, or are we worshiping the Spirit by worshiping God? Or yeah, the same the same sort of question has been asked about Jesus. Yep. You know, do we worship Jesus, or do we only worship God the Father? Um, God is worthy to be worshipped in uh, Revelation chapter um, twenty two. 
right. almost at the end of uh, the book of Revelation, John confronts an angel, and, and uh, John tries to fall down before that angel. And in verse 9, Revelation 22, he says, See that you do not do it. I am a fellow servant also with you and your brothers, the prophets, who keep the words of this book, worship God. Mm-hmm. Worship God. Well, the Holy Spirit is God. Christ is God. The Father is God. So worship God. Now, <clears throat> we have uh, some songs that we sing. Holy Spirit, dwell in me. Touch my eyes that I might mm-hmm. see. Uh, there may be others. Um, the Holy Spirit is God. If he's God, uh, he's worthy to be worshipped. Now, in Revelation chapter 4, okay. I'm thinking... Uh, the last verse, is it verse 11 or 13? What verse is it? <laughs> uh, worthy are you, O Lord and God. Yep, read it for us. Uh, so that's Revelation 4, verse 11. <clears throat> worthy are you, our Lord and God, to receive glory and honor and power, for you created all things, and by your will they existed and were created. All right, why is God worthy to be worshipped? Because of that passage. Because he created all things. <clears throat> that's right, the creatures... The creation, which we are, mm-hmm. should worship the Creator. Okay. Uh, Psalm 33, verse 6. Uh, By the word of the Lord were the heavens created, and all the host of them by the breath of His mouth. Mm-hmm. Well, the breath, the word breath there is ruach, which is the word for spirit. Mm-hmm. See? Um in um, now, Genesis 1, verse, what, 2 or 3, the Spirit, Spirit of the Lord moved uh-huh. upon, brooded upon the face of the waters, and then he said, let us make man in our own image. So we're seeing that they all still kind of combine, and they're working together because they're part of the same process, same being. Right. There is one God. Yeah. And that one God is the God that we worship. And that God is Father, Son, and Spirit. So it's almost to say that a well-rounded view of worshiping God does include understanding of His Spirit and His Son and properly bringing them all into it. Yes. But maybe separating them out and saying, okay, we're just going to worship the Spirit would maybe to do a disservice to the view of God as a whole. Yes, we don't just worship the Spirit. We worship God. Yeah. And And God is Father, Son, and Spirit. And many of um, our songs reflect that. Mm -hmm. Um, What is the the song? Let's see here. Um, I'm trying to think of the name of the song that we sing that... The first line of the song praises God, the second line Jesus, and the third the Holy Spirit. I was trying to think of the same one a minute ago and and couldn't uh, get there. I can't think (laughs) of it, but I think that's perfectly in line with what we see in Scripture. And that one bothers a lot of people because it does say that we're going to worship Jesus or we're going to come before or praise or I forget all the wording in there. Uh, Well, if you go to uh, Revelation chapter 4... Excuse me, Revelation chapter 5. Okay. Uh, where the Lamb of God, or Christ, the risen Christ, mm-hmm. is introduced. Yeah. If you go to verse 
11, he says, And I saw and I heard the voice of many angels round about the throne, and of the living creatures, and of the elders. And the number of them was ten thousand times ten thousand, and thousands of thousands, saying with a great voice, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain mm -hmm. to receive the power, the riches, the wisdom, the, the might, the honor, the glory, and the thanksgiving. And every creature in heaven and on earth and under the earth and upon the sea and all things in them I heard saying to the one who sits upon the throne and to the Lamb, mm -hmm. be blessing and honor and glory and power forever and ever. And those four living creatures said, Amen. And the elders fell down and worshipped. Mm -hmm. So <clears throat> they were worshiping Jesus in that one. Yeah. Quite clearly. Yeah. So I think that's that was a good question. Because, yeah, I think so too. Because again, the spirit is definitely not something we talk about super often. I think the most I'll hear it is maybe if you're in a prayer, you say, Dear Heavenly Father, you're going to close within Jesus' name. And somewhere in the middle, someone might mention, you know, and we're thankful for the spirit that intercedes for us or something. And so all of a sudden I might hear that within a prayer, but very rarely... Am I going to hear someone talk about the three parts of God, so to say? Or the yeah. Three? I mean, that's a thing. I always struggle with exactly how to phrase it. Another, another question I think that you kind of voiced in that originally was the idea of, uh, of the personhood mm -hmm. of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Um, Isaiah 63.10, which you don't have to look that up, but... If, if you go to Ephesians 4.30, which quotes uh, Isaiah 53.10. Okay. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit with whom you were sealed under the day of a de a redemption. Mm -hmm. If the Holy Spirit can be grieved, yep. that is a very personal thing. It shows that he is a person. It is. Also, in Romans 8, um, <clears throat> 26, 27, 28... The Spirit intercedes for us with groanings right. that cannot be uttered. Um, <clears throat> and I believe that that shows the personhood of the Holy Spirit. Uh, the, the Holy Spirit um, helps our weaknesses. Mm -hmm. You know, He's not an it. He's a he. And he, he is a person. And you, you could say that God, period, is personal. Father, yeah. Son, and Spirit. And God is Creator, Father, Son, and Spirit. Mm -hmm. And because God is Creator, He is worthy of worship, Father, Son, and Spirit. Yeah. So that kind of might... That might tie it all in. Tie it all in and wrap it all up. Yeah. <clears throat> so it may still be weird to comprehend all those things, which we talked about in the video... We never a will. ...a week or two ago. I forget exactly when. Uh, but... It's nice to know and see how that personhood does come out really throughout the scripture, front to back. So thanks for the question. Thanks for our conversation again this week, Dan. And we hope you all have a good week. See ya. Thanks again for listening to these weekly conversations between myself and Dr. Dan Owen. Conversations with Dan is an outreach and teaching ministry of the Broadway Church of Christ in Paducah, Kentucky. You can find us online through most of the major social media sites or through our website, broadwaycoc.com.